All right, welcome to Therapize Podcast. This is episode 25, Therapize Dose. Why do I still feel this way? On today's episode, we're going to talk about three tips and reminders on how to continue practicing increasing your emotional distress tolerance. Whew, that was a mouthful. Well, what do I mean by all of that? Well, oftentimes people will come to therapy or just Think of yourself or other people you know, and we can get upset with ourselves for having these big emotional responses that, in our minds, we thought we would have moved past, have moved past from experiencing. Such as, why am I still feeling guilty from something that happened two years ago? Why am I still angry about something that had happened several months ago? Um, why am I still feeling this anxious? Why am I still having panic attacks? Ugh, I don't like it. I hate it. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Right? We fight against it. Oftentimes, I see this happen in therapy, and I get it. It can be absolutely frustrating when we're still experiencing big waves of emotions that might overwhelm us. Now, we can't actually control our emotions. Uh, We can't control what comes up. Like We don't really feel when we're tired or when we're hungry or when we're happy or sad or, or angry or mad. We can do things to influence our mood. And to help improvement, we can absolutely do things that don't help our mood and can maybe influence our emotions, but we can't automatically just control what we experience uh, emotionally. But what we do control is our response to the emotional experience. And that's what's the big emphasis of therapy is, or the work I do is trying to help clients focus on the parts they do control so that they can feel more empowered, so that their efforts don't feel futile and and like they are helpless and hopeless and powerless and even broken because they're focusing their efforts on things they can't control and just ending up with the same results or an exacerbated version of that. So I'll give you one quick example before we get into the three tips. If I'm feeling anxious and I try to fight that anxiety, oh, I don't want to feel anxious, does that just go away? And no, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm feeling anxious. That it is what it is. Now, what do I want to do about that? What do I want to do with it? If after I've had uh, an increase in anxiety and I go back and I'm like, oh, and I'm beating myself up for hadn't, having gotten anxious, what do you think that's going to do to my mood? I, you know, I'm judging myself. I'm criticizing myself. And... I'm getting mad at myself for something I can't control. So now I feel more badly than I did before because of feeling badly. So you can see the synergistic effect here or the exponential effect. Um, I already don't feel good. And then I get mad at myself for not feeling good. So now I really don't feel good. So how do you think my anxiety is going to play out next time? I'm going to even be more, more anxious. So hopefully that little intro makes sense to you of how we respond to our emotional responses matters. It can can intensify them or hopefully help to soothe them. But remember, we don't have full control of our emotions. We do have the control of the response. And once again, feelings aren't facts. They're just feelings. Okay? And at some point they end. And then we're on to a different feeling. So with that, tip number one, name it. A la Dan Siegel, famous uh, MD that has written tons of helpful books about the brain, emotions, and emotional intelligence, and ways to become more regulated. We start off with naming the emotion. And when I say name it, also the implication is naming it without judgment and criticism to the self. 
okay here we go i'm feeling anxious right now okay this this is anxiety right and as i name it dan siegel's famous phrase is name it to tame it hopefully i can then start to settle it down just by naming it out loud calmly it could could even be in my head uh, that i don't try to fight against it or pretend it isn't there because it's there and it's going to let me know it's there and if i try to fight and suppress it it's probably going to push back our emotional response is is a force of energy and to try to suppress it 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 might shift directions but it is an experience that is trying to tell you something and and it is what you're experiencing the way i think of it is think of your these big emotional experiences as waves of emotion literal waves waves in the ocean right and as the tides change the intensity changes so Sometimes it slows down, sometimes it's more rough and choppy, sometimes there's undercurrent. Anyways, these waves come in rhythms, and if you fight against that wave and rhythm, you, you, you don't win. kind of have to accept that it's there and go with the flow of it. Allow the wave to run its course, and then continue on your way. So, start off with naming it. This is what I'm feeling right now. And set aside the judgment. I'm feeling anxious. Maybe get away from, oh, why am I feeling anxious? In that is a criticism and judgment. Now, you're beating yourself up for already feeling uncomfortable. So now, what's the association with feeling anxious? Now, it's not a good thing. And we'll get to that in a second. Okay, on to tip number two. Feel it. Just like I talked about the waves. Feel it. Don't try to fight it or force it. If you do, it may just intensify and exacerbate. Like, don't be anxious, don't be anxious, don't be anxious. I'm probably getting more anxious and tense. Don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. Okay, I panicked. After you name it, just go, okay, this is anxiety. I'm just going to sit here and feel it. That's all it is. It's all this, this swirling in my stomach, these knots. It's just anxiety. It doesn't mean anything necessarily. It doesn't mean something's going to happen. I'm just feeling the sensation of it. And getting away from whatever judgments or meanings I might be attaching to it, other than it just being a wave of emotion, like water. You know, okay, the wave's really choppy right now, really intense inside. Let me just get through this wave. It could be a wave of guilt, a wave of grief, something very intense that you don't want to experience. Just name it and then start to feel it. Uh, If you follow my Instagram page where this is on, uh, go down a few posts, and I, I posted a quote. That I, that I like to share with clients that I developed in the past couple of years, which was fear the feeling and it'll grow. Feel the feeling and it'll slow. So like I said, if we, if we become afraid of experiencing that feeling, it usually just intensifies because we're in a fear state. Oh, what does this panic mean? What does this anxiety mean? Uh, oh, what does this guilt mean? Will I ever be better? What Right? And all the the bigger emotions that can come with and the more dysregulation dysregulation that could come with fearing the emotion than just feeling it and embracing it and letting the wave run its course. All right, on to tip or reminder number three is reframe it. And this is what I was just mentioning earlier on the, the first tip. Reframing it, changing the association and meaning behind the feeling and hopefully a more neutral sense, or maybe even into a positive sense. And 
instead of experiencing the anxiety and or guilt. It's like, oh, this, this anxiety is such, oh, things, this is terrible. It's reframing it to the neutral sense. It's just a feeling. It's all it, is. it can't do anything. It's just a feeling. I can decide that I don't like this feeling and then engage in a behavior or that isn't conducive to this feeling so I can try to numb it or get away from it. But if I just sit here with this feeling, it'll it's just a feeling. It gives me maybe more confidence to just sit with it and let it run its course. The feeling won't do anything differently in your life. It's what you decide to do with that feeling. So if you remove those negative associations, hopefully it has less power over you and is less overwhelming for you to experience. And that hopefully over time, your distress and tolerance starts to increase and that these big waves of emotion don't become as big and they're less scary and they're, they pass faster. So reframe it. Change the association. Change the meaning. At least getting away from negative to neutral. And if you can, get it to positive. Hey, a reframe of, of experiencing guilt is that uh, when you're like, ugh, why am I still experiencing this guilt? Is that underneath that, there's a thoughtfulness and, and a considerate part about you that that doesn't want to bother or or hurt or you know disrupt someone else's life. So, you know, if the guilt is kind of overwhelming you, yeah, that can be frustrating. And it might be coming from a very positive place for you. Maybe you're a very caring person as well. So it could uh, it could also have maybe a positive meaning behind it. Maybe my anxiety, even if I, I don't like it, it it's a reminder that, you know, my my body and my brain is, is trying to protect me. Right? It's trying to protect me from getting hurt. So it's there. It might be a false alarm, but you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. We do need anxiety. Does need to pay attention to things for us, so that we can be protected when necessary. But obviously, it's not always it's not always needed. So, three tips to increasing emotional distress tolerance. One being, name it. What am I going through? Feel it. Don't fight it. Just feel it. See if you can let the wave of emotion pass by and then have less control or influence over what you do if it's leading to unhelpful behaviors and three reframe it getting it a getting the feelings away from negative or being good or bad emotions in therapy we often talk about there are no good or bad or negative emotions there's uncomfortable emotions sure there can be big emotions absolutely excited can be a very big emotion but no, we don't often associate it as a negative one. But guilt and, and shame and anxiety could also be big emotions, things that really kind of take up space in our body and mind. Okay, well, thank you for listening to this Therapized Dose. Stay tuned next week as we have a very special guest and author, therapist. Stay tuned to find out. Please like, subscribe, share, and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to this episode. This has been Guy Hernandez, licensed marriage and family therapist. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time. Thank you.